Welcome to From Busy to Rich with Wes Young, a podcast designed to inspire advisors to increase their profitability and their quality of life. In today's episode, we're going to discuss something that everybody wants for their business, but very few actually have. So we'll let that mystery linger a little longer, and I'll welcome you, Justin. How are you today? And Wes? I'm doing well. How are you, Andy? Uh, Doing well. Hello, Wes. What's going on? Hey, super excited about our topic today, Andy. Good. Well, let's not leave them hanging any longer. No one likes those long intros. So what are we talking about today? So today we're, we're, we're talking about core values that fuel direction. And, and because we, we find that there are so many th- great things people can do, so many directions you can run in. And without a set of really good core values, I find that it's really tough to operate as a team in a common direction. Uh, so the, the fuel for that is being really excited about them. Having them is, is one thing, but then actually making them a part of the DNA of the organization um, and meaningful to that organization. There is a great like like excerpt that I wanted to read from uh, from Ken Blanchard, who's a great, great leader, great writer, uh, communicator. But he said this, if many companies claim they have core values. But typically, what they're referring to are generic beliefs, having integrity, making a profit, responding to customers, and so on. These values only have meaning when they're defined in terms of how people behave and are ranked to set priorities. So I, I love that because I think it's, it's very, very true. And we, we've had for years a set of priorities, uh, a set of core values Andy, that help help inform our behavior. They put perimeters around the way we operate and the way we actually it, 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 like create the future going forward in our daily activities. And I find that it's one of those deals. It's not enough to talk about them in a quarterly offsite. Right. It's one of those things that every single week, if you were in one of our team meetings, we have one of these highlighted and we expand upon it and go through it. And we've got a list of them. And, and today I thought we would just talk about three in the time we have together. And, uh, and, and, and the three are prioritized pursuits, normalize the new, and honest and honoring. And, and, and we can speak to each one of those. So let's take a 10,000-foot view of this, uh, 40,000 foot, or however high the Chinese balloon was. Let's go all the way to that height, that full, that full height, the weather balloon that they sent. That's uh, right. Right. Not spying. Uh, what's that? Not spying at all. Wes, they said it was a weather balloon. I don't know why no. you would believe them. I no, no. Justin was saying it might have been a spy balloon. I disagree. Conspiracy theorist Justin over there, just because he has military experience. Right. Um, anyway, uh, so Chinese spy balloon height, uh, we're looking at this issue. Okay, 40,000 yeah. foot, whatever. Um, the big picture of this is that I, I got this just picture of uh, a quote on a wall, right? I mean, that's usually where you find where are your core values. They're on the wall. Right. And, you know, uh, let me blow the dust off of them there. There's sort of something that, that was created in, you know, 1984, or 1884 or something, you know, like just a long time ago. And they sort of just sit there. And I, I think it's important to first say that you might even already have them, whether, you know, for your larger company, um, but people just don't revisit them. Right. I mean, it's sort of like the marriage vows. You say it and then it's there, but it's like, but but is it does it inform your daily behavior? Sure. So let me just ask this larger question about um, about core values. If 
it's a what if question. If you if you didn't revisit them, Wes, what do you think a symptom of that would be for your company? What what would what would happen to the course of your company if you didn't keep these in front of you as often as you do? And we're going to talk about how often you do that. What do you think would happen? Yeah, well, most certainly you you would live by a set of values. It's just whatever's default that you drift into. Uh, okay. Because we all have like inherited narratives that we talked about in the right. past of ways forward, who who you are, the 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 way things should be done. Right. And if we're not constantly realigning those with the things that actually matter most, uh, it's so easy to drift in a direction and get down the road five years, ten years, and you were real busy. You, you did a lot of stuff, but sure. the story you've you've inherited is nothing aligned with the things that ultimately you cared about most, which is where the values should ultimately take you. So so I would love for you who are listening to agree to this. And if you disagree, that's that's fine, free will and all. But um, I, I would think that we can all agree upon, and Justin and Wes, you can push back as well, but that the world around us, whatever your world is, is constantly trying to push you in whatever direction it pushes you. Panic urgency, just general distraction, entertainment, right? Um, This is the latest and greatest. This is what you should be thinking about. Um, This is normal, right? This is, these are all these messages that we get around us. Um, And whether that's through advertising, through the people in your office, right? Through your company, right? Uh, You know, through your church, whatever. We, We all have these influences that are constantly pushing against us. And I think the failure that many people make is they think they're not being influenced. And, and in reality, it's sort of like not seeing the wind. Like, what wind? I can't see it. Well, you're you're being influenced right now until they're way off course and they're like, how did I get here? And it's because they didn't keep their course, right? They didn't say, here's my true north. And every day, every week, whatever, I'm going to check my true north. And so they end up really off track because it just don't even realize they're being influenced by things around them. So can you maybe speak to this, uh, either one of you, about what what are the what are the things that take us off course? Uh, is it fads? Is it a, a, a company culture? Is it just our own sort of humanity that says, hey, path of least resistance, let's go for it. <laughs> right. Let's let's go down that way. Because I, I would just submit that most people aren't very good at this, Wes. And so I just kind of want to tap into what are the symptoms that people are experiencing if they haven't been really diligent about this. Yeah, I, I've got lots of thoughts on this. I'd like, though, Justin to comment on this particular question because I know he's got a lot of insight here. So I asked like four questions. Which one do you want him to, to chime in on? He can pick. He can pick. All right. Justin, go ahead. What's funny is you talk about that, all the distractions, the roads and the influence that um, the world around us brings to bear. But there's a like an additional degree of, of responsibility of we, whether intentional or unintentional, make decisions that put us in a place in agreement with those influences. Right. Like your your newsfeed on your phone is different than my newsfeed. Yeah. Algorithm by, by based on the decisions that you're making, whether intentional or unintentional, that you're clicking on things and you're getting fed that the people that you surround yourself is an intentional decision. It's the same right. thing we're talking about here. And, and actually ties in with one of the core values we're going to talk about, um, about 
this intentionality or, or prioritizing like what you're pursuing. Your, 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 your beginning point of that is don't, don't be the victim and say, Hey, look at all the stuff. The world is influencing me. It's just, I just, this picture in my mind is sitting down for dinner and being, I don't, I mean, and saying this in my own home, like, I, I don't like what's on my plate. And my wife being like, well, you, you bought that food, you know, like right. really complaining about the food that you bought. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, or actually the other extreme is like you had no, you decided that you weren't going to provide any input on the front end. So you really can't complain about what you're getting on the back end. Right, hey, right. hey, hold on. Did my wife tell you to say that? Is that, is this, a, I feel like I just got trapped. I feel like this is a trick. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other is you only complain after it's happened. And then again, that, that victim. And I think again, the, the larger perspective here is that when you choose values and you remind yourself of them, um, then then you are making a decision and taking responsibility from beginning to end and, and allowing you to stay on track. And I guess what I'm trying to tap into from both of you is that I just think that most people um, just don't find, I mean, I don't think you get anybody that's listening to the show that's like, yeah, values are bad. Core values are bad. Like you shouldn't have core values. That's a horrible idea. What kind of loser has core values? Yeah. But if we ask people, what are they? And what do you do on a weekly basis to revisit them? That's right. It would be a pretty awkward conversation, right? Yeah. So um, let me submit one idea and then Wes, I'll let you take wherever you want to go with this. But okay. I would submit one massive symptom to not having your core values identified and then reinforced again and again and again on a weekly basis. One of the core symptoms of like, gosh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm good at this or not, guys, is you're not good at core values if you find yourself trying to always start something new and then not seeing it through and or um, just feeling like you're always trying things for the sake of trying things versus I think the alternative to that is, um, you know, here's, here's an analogy. It's, it's saying if I, if I know I want to drive to a direction and I'm clear on that destination, then I'm going to find the quickest point to that direction, or I can just drive around. Yeah. Like that. That's right. And I think a lot of us, especially in the financial services, a lot of advisors are just activity, activity, activity. Like that's a good thing. Yep. Right? Well, I have a hamster and it's, it's very active. Very active. <laughs> it's very active. It really is. It's super active. It runs on a wheel. Yeah. Right. You know? So Wes, where would you like to take this next? You want to dive into those priorities? Let's dive in. Let's dive into these core values. um, And and we'll we'll cover for sure the first two. If you have a little bit of time left, we we might jump in the last one or or do that in a future episode. But now these are yours. These are the three. Yeah, these are these are actually uh, three of ours that that we talk about all the time. We have more than three, but these these are three that I thought would be super applicable for most of the people on the call today uh, on the on the podcast. Okay, so, so let, prioritized pursuits. Yes. All right. I li- that makes sense. It would be one of the first ones because priority in, in, in implies, you know, if you have 10 things to do, what's your priority, right? Yeah. What, what does this look like in your company? So, so if you, the big idea behind this is, is this, is that all of us are going to run out of time before we run out of all the ideas and opportunities we could go pursue. And, and in our effort to get to as much as we can, uh, we're, we're going to have some things that are undone. And sometimes they're going to be things that actually matter most to us if we're living life by default rather than by design. Um, and, and this idea of prioritizing your pursuits, what it prevents is the alternative, which is pursuing the things that scream the loudest rather than the things that matter most. 
And, and so in light of the fact that you and I and everybody listening and Justin, we're all going to come into the day, have far more things we could give time and energy to than we possibly have of time and energy because we're all finite. Uh, what is it that I'm going to dedicate my time and energy and in what order am I going to do that? That's actually going to get me closer to that future that actually matters most to me. So organizationally, the things that we think about all the time are are one, what is that future? So to, to do this one well, it just has such great ripple effects because you have to think about and regularly, regularly identify if we have more life together and we're, we're talking about the way things look three, three months from today, what kind of future are we trying to create? What are we trying to inherit? And, and, and in light of that, what are the things that have to happen mm-hmm. in order for us to put ourselves in the best possible position to receive that future that we care about most? And so it's, it's a couple of things that are really hard. One is you have to decide a future. You have to actually put it in the language and create the narrative instead of inherit whatever by default the world is giving you. Uh, you actually create it. You decide it. You and, you and then you back that down and you can say, OK, what are the, what are the things I can't do everything? So what are the things that I'm going to give myself to every day or, or certain parts of my week that are going to put me in the best possible condition to receive in that future? No, and I'm going to run out of time before I run out of uh, opportunities. And I, I would submit this, that if if you are listening, struggle with making these sort of core value or or deciding on that goal, whatever that is, whether it's an income goal or or, 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 or whatever it is in your business that you, you're, you're trying to achieve, or personally for that matter, that I, I would submit this, and I've been guilty of this myself, is one of the reasons that people don't create really clear goals. And again, this is not don't don't do this but this is why is that if you don't have a goal in mind to some degree you cannot fail because there is no finish line that's right but the reality is it's sort of like uh you could just keep running around yeah and you could say well i'm busy i'm doing stuff i'm at that's activity right it's got my activity super i'm i'm tired i go to bed at the end of the day and and, and i'm tired because i've been doing activity Versus saying no, I'm I'm going to run 26.2 miles. Right, there's a difference between running around and calling an activity, and then 26.2 miles. Right, and I think that that's one of the reasons that that people don't begin with this in mind is is that frankly, to some degree, it is easier because then every decision that comes to you, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, you end up um, really not feeling very accomplished. I mean, there's a reason people put those stinking stickers on their car. To say 26.2, right? Yeah. They accomplished something, yeah. right? I've never seen a sticker that's like, I run a, I run around a lot. <laughs> right? It's like 26.2 and everybody knows what that means. You finished a freaking marathon and that's amazing. So I think with the first one, prioritize pursuits, the, the benefit of this is that you then create a filter for when opportunities do come, right? Because at some point in everybody's career, if you're in it long enough and you're doing a good enough job, your problem shifts from I don't have enough opportunities to how do I manage the opportunities that I have? Yeah. Both problems, right? So what what do you do to prioritize your pursuits? What is the filter you apply as a company when opportunities come? So there's a, several, but one is you have a clear vision of the future you're trying to create. It starts there. Okay, so, back- so is this new opportunity going to get me closer to That's right. the vision that I want? This That's vision. Right. And again, the problem, friends, is if you don't have that vision of where you want, then 
you don't you don't have any basis for making the decision. It That's actually, true. I would say this: your basis usually becomes your feelings, <laughs> right? And I don't know with Yoda or whoever, but don't trust those things all the time, right? Those are not the best guide, right? So, so, so the first filter is: is this thing going to help me get to that other decision I already made? Okay, I love that. Yeah. Um, same one, one that we, we blend into this one is you back down into the, the most important activities. So other than, than yes, when new opportunities come to you, you have to have the filter to go, is it getting me closer? Secondarily is you need to decide in advance what you believe. And you do have to decide this, what activities are actually going to give me the best probability based on what I know right now with the information I currently have that are going to get me to that future that I'm trying to create. So it's not enough to just to use it as a as life's happening to you, deciding in advance what you believe the most the best way to approach your day and your week and your month and your year in order to create that kind of future that you want most. So let me give you an example of this, Andy. I'll, I'll give you a, a personal example of because we, we we're in the money business, right? So we talk to people about money all the time and how money impacts the decisions they're making and the outcomes they want to have. And, and you can have someone whose core value is to have great relationships with their family. Okay. And, and that can be a core value. Um, and, and, but, the, but the problem is if all of a sudden they enter their day and they don't, they don't remember that, they don't have that clear, um, then another core value could be another good one could be to be debt free, right? Now I can argue with you on certain aspects of that. We're not going to go there today, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. but, but let's say, let's say a big objective there is I want to pay off my house. Sure. And so all year long, what do they do? They, they, they start sending a bunch of extra money towards their house, towards their house, towards their house. And, and, and then their wife says, Hey, honey, as a family, it's spring break. Can we go create some memories somewhere? And they say, we could, but we don't have any money. And she goes, what will we do? We're making extra payments towards our house. Could we take one of those and, and actually put it towards the family? And it, and if you're not clear about like what that means, Oftentimes, it's not that it's bad. It's not that you're going and you know burning the money or. Yeah, it's you know. not like saying, uh, "Should we, you know, should we like go gamble it all away?" That's right. Should we, you know, should we hit the casino and maybe do order? You know, it's not again. It's not that, it, and I think that's right. the danger, right? It's not. It is. Uh, but but if you have both, and I think you can do both, yeah. right? That's right. You can do both. So you you can balance those priorities in such a way that yeah. You still put extra money on your house if that's your objective, but but also allocating a certain amount to go, you know, I'm only going to have these kids at this age one time. And so what are the things we can do right now that's really going to create something unique and memorable so that it's not all about, no, we got to, you know, we can stay in the house and, yeah. and do nothing or, and again, so there's balance to that. But the same thing is just deciding those in advance, I think, or what are the things that I actually want to make sure get on the list and the best you can managing those, those priorities one of the things for us every month or every every week is we ha- we want to be really well prepared for our meetings. And so that's why Mondays is a day where our planning team, that's what we do. Mondays is we're preparing not, not just for the next couple of weeks that come up, but the projects that are going on. And you know what? I could fill that day with client meetings. But the problem is, and, I, and you know what? Having client meetings are important. They're really important because having strategy sessions is ultimately how we help people think and see and move more powerfully. But as important is to be really well prepared for those client meetings. And there's just comes a point where I can only do so much. And so having that ethic set apart and saying, I'm not going to skip this. I'm not going to skip our time together as a team to really be well prepared for the meeting. So those are, those are some common examples in our organization. 
Yeah. And I, I just think about this, Justin, from your military background. I, I mean, the ridiculousness of, you know, getting on. I, I'm assuming that you've flown to a mission on a helicopter. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. How many times do you think you've done that? Like somebody said, we're going on a mission. We're going to get in this helicopter. And whether you're practicing or you do it in real life. I mean, was it hundreds? Uh, I've been on a lot of helicopters. Yeah. Okay. So he told you the real number, Andy, he'd have to come remove you. And he doesn't want to do that. You're a priority. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So uh, the idea that you would get on that helicopter and not know what the purpose was is ridiculous. You know, like they probably tell you exactly where you're going. They probably tell you what we want you to do when you get there. Right. What helicopter to be on. Everybody's on the same page. Right. Why? Because there's a mission. Right. And people take this to the extreme of, oh, well, that's the military. Okay. Well, they're pretty effective, right? Right? Yeah, yeah pretty good. Right? I'm, I'm still here. So Yeah, Justin's still here. It worked. Um, yeah. It worked. And I think that, it, and again, people sort of go, ah, I'm not that, I'm not that militaristic. I'm not that, whatever. Okay, but, but do you want to be effective? And the thing I highlighted from our notes for today, guys, was the word values. And then I, I, I highlight these three words, how people behave. Because if you tell me your values are one thing, this is the reason, I, frankly, why my son isn't doing travel baseball anymore. Because I said, our, my value is that I have three kids and I want to love them and, and care for all of them while they're under my roof, right? And I would like to have a relationship with my wife, right? Who I live with and I'm still married to, right? That was my value. But how I was behaving was we got caught up in this baseball thing and there was no way to balance it. I couldn't, I couldn't balance the value of being with all my whole family and we want to do this baseball thing. Yeah. And this isn't true of everyone, but I'm just saying like you have to test it because when I'd say to my wife, oh no, I really value our other kids and you, and she'd be like, okay, but how you behave is not communicating that value. Yeah. And so I think that's the, that's the, that's the pressure that, that where people, if they don't have identified core values, they can get away with just doing kind of whatever all the time. That's right. But you don't get anywhere. No, There's no missions that are complete, right? There's no real victory. There's no real advancement, right? And that's what we're trying to guard you against. Uh, because based upon those things, as you said, Wes, then you'll set priorities. Before right. before or when opportunities come, you just go, no, can't do that. And yeah. you don't think about it. And, and as you as you dance in in this life and in this world, that's why regular reminders of of, of what those priorities are, how, what, how those how you're prioritizing your pursuits, has got to happen because it's super easy to drift into good things. It just you drift away from other things that matter as much or more. So so balancing that with regular that renewal of the mind constantly is important. Yeah, I, I got in a really um, r- random. Uh, castaway movie uh thing a while ago i was kind of like i don't know youtube told me i wanted to watch it and i i youtube tells me right speaking of drifting right um, but it was interesting because i think about the difference between someone who literally is just out on a raft and you just kind of go wherever or like you're on a speedboat and you're yeah. like you got the motor and you're like heading in a direction right and and i think that one of the reasons that if you're listening to us and you're frustrated um it, it's just because you're you're adrift you're adrift you're just kind of going wherever versus being on a mission. And I would submit that being on a mission is more difficult. There, there's actually more decisions to make, but at least you can measure your progress, right? I mean, the difference between running 26.2 and they have a path marked out for you and you see the mile markers and just sort of running, 
I mean, at some point you're like, okay, this is, I do not feel a lot of purpose in this. Yeah. So that's why I appreciate the heart of your show um, and your message, Wes, is, is to have, have a mission, right? Have values that drive your decisions. Let's do one more. Let's talk about normalizing you. So this, this one might be uh, one of my like favorite things to talk about because I, I probably a lot because of how I'm wired uh, and, and I can talk more about it. But here, here's the big idea behind normalize the new. All of us have a normal. We have a current way of going about making progress in life. And all of us can have a new, which is a future transformed way of making progress in life. And our greatest opportunities to recognize our future possibilities is not about abandoning your normal necessarily or rejecting new. It's about keeping tension between the two. So as, you, as we unpack this idea, as you think about this, um, it, it, it is a gravitational pull. Now, there is a occasionally people bent the other way, but the gravitational uh, pull of most people and most organizations is to defend their existing set of habits. Or I might say to defend their existing set of patterns that they live by because your normal is familiar, it's efficient, it's comfortable, and, and you can do it really with muscle memory because you've done it so many times. So when we're thinking about our practice as a good example, we audit our normal. We say, what is our way forward right now? How, how is our cadence and in all the areas, our, everything from the way we our, our appearance, our presence, our, our, uh, our, our, our past management systems we're using, CRMs, your narratives you use to move people from one place to another, yeah, the, yeah. the you know marketplace and memberships you belong to, technology, education, training, all those things. And it's like, here's our normal. And then and then having regu- a regular diet of challenging that normal with new ideas. Because if you don't, you're going to end up beautifully prepared for a world that no longer exists. And, and so for us, this is a big deal. And, and listen, in our organization, we have people wired very, very differently. Um, some people are more built to to make things stable, to say, okay, what what is this new thing you're introducing? And let me make it as muscle memory as quickly as I possibly can. And that's that's a real uh, like gifting. Other people are are the other side. They, they are good at invention and discerning new ways forward in light of the circumstances that have evolved. And and neither one is like right. What's right is when you can respect and honor each other to say, hey. If we're going to get to where we want to go, which is different from where we are, we can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect better results. What we have to do is we have to make to to get make things better. We have to do some things different. And that involves one us looking for different, because if, if, we, if we don't believe better is possible, we just won't even look for different. We won't even see or seize those opportunities. Secondarily, having a regular way of, of all those new things you could try on, because, again, you can't try them all on. Um, what are the what are the few that are actually going to move the needle that are different from what you're doing now that are going to cost you temporarily because to, to by by nature it's new so it's not muscle memory it's never right. added to your bottom line right and so it's inconvenient as you start it it takes away time from just running as fast as you can in your normal which feels good sometimes but is so critical to developing the kind of life in the future that's not yet here you know what's What's interesting to me, I, I actually have this conversation with my family, um, <laughs> um, and I say, guys, you know what? Um, you know, every week we're late to church by ten minutes, like every week. And so, what that means is that we're very consistent, <laughs> right? 
And so do you know we could also consistently be 10 minutes early, right? And meaning like our new normal could be that we decide to be 10 minutes early versus 10 minutes late because that's normal for us. Some people's normal is you don't go to church. Some people's normal is you go to church for seven hours, right? Like it's, I think the empowering message today, I hope for, for those listening is that you get to choose. You get to choose what your core values, we're not telling you what your core values have to be, but you have to have them. And if you don't have them, then you will get some by default. And I would say that's a very dangerous place to be, right? And and I'd add to that, the fact that they're listening to a podcast uh, with that, that, that is a way of challenging their normal with new ideas that may not yet be a part of the way for their, their current way of making progress. Now, they, I would tell you, most people, most people don't ever listen to the podcast. That's what they, they don't even have a, something challenging them. Yeah. Second, very few people actually take the ideas they hear from a podcast or the book they read or the course they take and actually tr- physically blend it into the rhythm of their life. Well, and I would, I would encourage those who are listening uh, from an action perspective, um, don't spend very much time lamenting the fact that you feel like you've either wasted some time or didn't have values. And I, I just find regret to be a pretty unhealthy and unhelpful emotion to spend a lot of time on. Uh, I, what I would do is take the words that we've shared with you today and from this day forward, uh, start making some decisions about your core values. Um, so Wes, we're going to need to talk about this more. There's there's more to unpack here. Um, but I, I would encourage everyone listening Hey, run, run hard, right? Uh, that you know, run, run, run. But, but know if you're, you know, going for twenty six point two, or the other day I ran for a mile and a half, and you know what? I felt awesome. Why? Because that was my goal. I was yeah. like, I'm a mile and a half, right? Uh, I, I had, I had, I, I had, a, I had a mission, and I completed it, right? And so, just we want to encourage you who are listening to start where you are today, and start making some decisions about where you want to be. And then test everything that comes across your 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 plate uh, and decide is is this going to get me closer uh, to my uh, you know and is this aligned with my core values or not? Wes, I want to give you the last word and then we'll wrap it up. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, I think uh, this is one of those things that is never going to be finished. It it has to live somewhere where it's constantly reminding you of what do I really believe are my core values that are going to influence my behavior. And to figure that out, you really got to know where it is you're trying to go and spend a little time on that. Don't do life by default. Do it by design. Don't inherit the way forward. Decide the way forward. Well, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope it's been practical and inspirational. Uh, And if you haven't before, I I invite you to visit WesYoungLive.com, WesYoungLive.com. And you can learn about some resources to help you grow your financial services business. Uh, And we want to thank you for being a faithful listener to the podcast. Uh, We want to thank you for those who've taken time to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. That's a big deal. Uh, Or just give us some stars on Spotify if you listen to us there. Uh, It helps other people find the show more easily, helps with the rankings. Uh, And if you haven't left a review yet, we really would appreciate it. So thank you again for listening and we wish you the best.